0: Let's get out to the Sprint Special Guest Line. Get a Samsung S10 for $0 when you activate a new line of service with a Flex Lease now through December 26th. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, the television voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend, Craig Bowler, Jack Bowler. What is up?
1: Hey, hey, Jake. Gordo, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm driving and 45 minutes into it. I'm still not at the arena, so... My apologies. I like hanging out with you guys, but uh, we'll do it via phone today. So
0: traffic is not what you would say uh, fluid at the moment?
1: Uh, what- Just say it's uh, worse than slow and go. How about I that? Gotcha. I got gotcha
0: you. Bowler, since you've been home, have you
2: been getting all your Christmas shopping done, all that stuff that needed to get taken care of? Uh,
1: you know what? we got a tree, which is a fantastic thing. We have kind of both artificial and a smaller one that you know kind of smells good, makes the house smell good. But then I hate taking it out because then all the needles fall out, and you know how that goes. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I've done all I can. Um, <laughs> leave tomorrow, come back late from Miami, and then all of a sudden it's Christmas Eve when I wake up. So, it, it's, uh, it's you know, I, we miss Thanksgiving, but at least we're home for uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And that means that's 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 what it's all about.
0: Bowler Gordon and I were just talking about how this is, you know, having three days off in a row. It's a big deal. It doesn't happen all that often. The fact that they were able to rest a day and still practice twice for a team that's still trying to come together that that seems to me like it couldn't hurt, right?
1: Yeah, it it really has been a big uh, a big plus for the Jazz. Plus Conley's healthy, and I think what I'm looking at tonight is that blend. How do you blend them back in? The Jazz have won three out of five during his. Um, time off the floor. I know his minutes most likely will be watched closely. I'm not sure what that number is, until I talk to Quinn when, when I get to the arena. But you know, it's it's um, you know the Joe Ingles combo is impressive. Uh, just running the floor and sharing that uh, sharing the ball with, with Donovan Mitchell. Uh, the Jazz have survived. We'll see how they fare tonight. Blending. You know Mike Conley back in this lineup, but to get back to your original question, you know, I think practice is always good, and especially for a team that continues to talk about, you know, just the lack of connectivity at times, uh, new faces, and this team just hasn't been able to, at this point, be as connected as I thought. I thought they would be at this time. So, we passed the 25 game mark, and I thought maybe game 20 would be the, the, the time when things would kind of clear up, but We'll see how it goes tonight. This is an important game before we jump on the road to take on Atlanta, Charlotte, and uh, the Miami Heat.
2: Do you think bowler that Joe Ingles should start for the Jazz? And let me give you my rationale for that. Sure. He's sure. he's better with the better players on the floor than he is with the lesser players. And maybe I'm you can Not going to argue that. Maybe I'm not some, argue maybe at all. maybe you can say that about a lot of people, but especially with Joe because of the little things he does that uh, enables him to benefit the other guys and then he benefits from them being there and he th- there isn't that dynamic when he's with the bench guys.
1: Yeah, it's, those are all great points. I think we'll see Joe stay in the lineup for a couple of games and then Quinn has to make another decision. You know, is it working? What's Royce O'Neal is, what's he doing uh, for the bench? Because that's still is a undetermined issue that has to be, you know, rectified. They've got to get more production from the guys off the bench. Uh, but right now, Quinn Snyder seems to really lean heavily on the five the the starting five. So, I'm with you, Gordo. I'd say Joe just has a knack. You know, He's a great teammate, but a leader. And I think he does all the little things you just mentioned uh, that, you know, getting under, you know, an opponent's skin, the smirk, uh, the way that he claws at you defensively. And he is probably, we kid him a lot, but yet he's just savvy in the way that he plays this game. And what I mean by that, he plays it really smart. And that, that equals good things when he's on the floor.
2: So uh, real quick, I just wonder if it, would you continue to start him and Mike Conley, and that means I think that that's Royce... the
1: experiment we're going to see tonight. Um, I, I really do, uh, Gordon. I think that's going to be a couple of three games. See how it works when we hit the road, and maybe that's what we see for the for the rest of the way. Uh, knowing Quinn and the way that he continues to try to work this scheme out of, of lineups. Is that I don't think anything's in stone. I think he'd like for it to be, and maybe Joe will help him make that decision. I, I think that's probably what probably is going to happen. And the first step, you know, is tonight. Um, and I'm anxious to see how he plays alongside Donovan uh, and Mike Conley, who hasn't played by the way since December second. That's a you know a five game spell is almost two weeks. That's a, that's, a, that's a good that's a good period of time.
0: You mentioned tonight's opponent, the Magic, uh, Bowler. I think this is actually the perfect type of opponent for the Jazz, as we you know, Golden State is just the bottom of the barrel right now. They're not going to be much of a test for anybody, and the Jazz came away with a win. Orlando, they're a they're a playoff team in the East. They've got some talent. Um, they've uh, they, If they put it together, they can be dangerous. We saw what uh, the Magic did to the Jazz last year down in Mexico City. If they're not on their game tonight, uh, they're going to come away with a loss. I think this is like a, a sneaky, interesting game for this Jazz team as we're trying to see them put it all together.
1: You know, I'd say there's not a lot of big names. You know, Fournier is a, a great three-point shooter, shooter, and they're coming off a huge win against a very uh, beat-up New Orleans team uh, back on Sunday. So I think they're kind of you know rolling with some confidence into town. But Vucevic is a uh, is healthy now. The big man in the middle, Nikola Vucevic, and so that'll be a matchup with Rudy tonight. Uh, they've got a lot of guards, uh, and they they keep coming at you. You know, and getting back to what you said about Golden State, I mean, I tell you, I think the Jazz should have probably walked them, but instead they had a battle from 13 down to beat that team. What I think the lesson here, guys, is that the NBA. There's a lot of good players here. We get caught up, too, in names and, you know, status, all-star, tags, and all the above. But, you know, I think the Jazz, I hope, understand, too, that Golden State uh, doesn't have the names. But the guys that hit the floor the other night really came out and battled. And I think what i like to see the Jazz do is play. I know this is cliche. Has it happened yet? No. Forty-eight. I mean, that's kind of the key. The Jazz just seem to be a second-half team, make it difficult on themselves. And tonight, against a team that is vying for playoff position in the East, come out and play your game. Uh, Let Mike Conley you know, try to get back into the flow. And hopefully, you know, if you hit shots, the Jazz win. If if the flu hits uh, and those shots don't go, and it seems like it's more than one player when they struggle, then it's going to be a rough night. But that's the one thing I think the Jazz are at now, is to make sure they come out with – with a fire in their belly and, and play hard ball, not just in the second half, but from the tip. And uh, I haven't seen it much uh, throughout the course of this year thus far.
2: So I want to ask you about that bowler, that uh, that sort of quotient, uh, the physical quotient, the toughness. Fact. Is this team tough enough?
1: Another, another great insight. You know, you lose a couple of muscle men last year. I mean, you know, Jay Crowder, uh, even though he was up and down in his three-point shot, he still gave you the feeling that he had your back. Um, George Niang, you know, I think tries to fill that, but he hasn't played long, long enough in this league to establish himself. And uh, you know, Ed Davis is more of a slight of build uh, and doesn't really have the ability to, to get down there and, and, and push the bodies around. And then you got Faves. I know it, we're looking back, but the question is, is is a legit one. You know, you gave up a lot to get Conley, and so who is the tough guy? Um, I mean, I still think. You know, it's Donovan, Rudy. Uh, I mean, they, they've got, you know, the edge mentally. Physically, I think it's got to be Joe. And people would chuckle at that. But Ingles is a guy, that, in my opinion, is, is a really heart and soul of this team. But I think there are nights uh, that the Jazz missed the body of a Jay Crowder or a, or a Derek Favors. But that times, you, now you have to move on, though. And I'm sure the Jazz front office understood what they were giving up to get Conley and others in return. And Jeff Green, you hope, steps into that role as well as the season continues on. All great questions. I think all that the Jazz still are pondering, Gordon and Jake, uh, the front office to see who wants to be maybe that, that the bench leader, the bench mob mentality. And uh, hopefully it comes. If not, it could be uh, some difficulties along the way. Bowler, as always,
0: thank you very, very much and look forward to seeing you tonight.
1: All right, guys. Be good. Talk to you soon and happy holiday.
0: Back at you, Bowler. Thank you very much.